welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle, the EIC, up in this little uh, Shake Shack. I don't know why I was going to call it a Shake Shack. I was going to call it a ramshackle uh, ring, but you know what? I said Shake Shack, and that's fine. And of course, I am joined by Fan Bite's incredible wrestling expert, LB Hunk Tears. LB, how are you today? Now I want a burger. I know, right? Well, I want one of the... They have like... Some, I'm vegetarian, but they have the really good like mushroom burgers that I like a lot. Really? I, what did I ha- I have had one of their... I have actually stopped eating um, mammals. Oh, so gotcha. I tried their... One of their veggie burgers, and I was not... and I was really not impressed by it, but their french fries and shakes are very good. And yes. maybe I just didn't try the mushroomy one. I think it's just like a portobello mushroom that's like deep fried love just a breaded. deep fried portobello mushroom <laughs> and with cheese i love that it's it's good that's yummy oh, i think fuck. that's shake shack i could be wrong you know who knows but anymore I, had, I feel like it had beets in it <laughs> oh and it okay. just it's not working you, you're not a fan work. of the beet in the in the in the veggie burg yeah i love a beet okay but it was just a wet time it was just a yeah. it just felt like it was all beet all the time you know yeah, it's like a wet red experience. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I hear you though. Their veggie burgers are not all created, you know, with the same love. Right. Uh, and yeah. you want one that's created with love, frankly. You really do. And, uh, and like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm not somebody who needs, I'm not somebody who needs like a meat, you know, a veggie burger yeah. that's like feels like real meat. Like, I actually really like one that feels like it's just a bunch of vegetables turned into a patty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely am picky about my mouth experience. I mean, for sure. I actually prefer it not to taste like meat because I don't eat meat because I don't like it. I'm, I'm a weird human who just genuinely does not like meat. I just, I don't enjoy it. I don't, I don't judge like other people, please enjoy your meat. I just don't like it that much. So the sort of impossible burger stuff grosses me out. I just am not yeah. into that. Like give me Well, it's very greasy. Veg. Yeah, I, I just... I just don't love that, and uh, yeah, and it's fine. Other people do. Again, I'm not. What about here like to judge. fake chicken? What's up? Fake chicken? What about like fake chicken? How do you feel about fake chicken? As long as it doesn't actually taste like chicken, I'm okay, okay. with it. Like the kind See, of chicken fingers chicken. that have like a different texture and taste to it, I'm fine with. If yeah. it tastes too much like chicken, I won't like it because I'm a weird okay. picky baby. <laughs> well, when you come to LA next, and like we go to my favorite vegan place, yeah. I'll I'll tell you to get the tofu in their things and not the fake chicken, because their fake chicken's really realistic. Okay. Did you miss me last week? I missed you I so much. I missed you so much, LB. We both, I and mean, I think we all hyper missed specific, you. My yeah. hyper-specific LA food talk. I mean, I think it's great. I, look, I've only been to LA for work. I think I've been to LA once at all for anything fun. And not that my work isn't fun sometimes, but like E3 is is work work. It's not necessarily fun and fun and games, even though it's the Electronic games. Entertainment Expo. You mean? <laughs> yeah, like uh, a major percentage of the times I've been to LA was for E3 alone. Once was yeah. for Fanbyte alone. It was like two weeks after I was hired here, and that was actually pretty cool. I I, I liked that trip. Uh, but yeah, it's like almost always work. So I'm not like going out to eat or like doing fun time things. I'm like working a lot. Uh, and, and doing things like uh, being in a hotel and watching American Horror Story Hotel, which I thought was just just dandy at the time. Because I was like, oh, I'm staying in a hotel. I should watch the show about the hotel. It's so cute. Yeah, that's how my brain works. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah. Hey, 
on this podcast, we talk about food, we talk about LA, and we also talk about MMA and pro wrestling, which is fun and exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm the sort of MMA fan here, and LB, of course, is the pro wrestling fan. And what we do every week is we bring uh, a an event from our respective disciplines to each other. We discuss it, and we kind of share the love and the joy. LB, do you want to tell me about this incredible, and like we talked about burgers, this is like a meaty that's like the term match. I think of for the uh, pro wrestling match you you gave me to watch tonight. You want to set it up? So, Danielle, first I have a confession. Yes. I just like dabbed over and over and over again while you were talking, and I am now dizzy from dabbing. Oh, no! Um, dizzy <laughs> so from dabbing! So I do that to get myself psyched. <laughs> yeah. So this was uh, Hiromu Takahashi versus Tomohiro Ishii from 3 o'clock. We're uh, recording this Thursday. 3 o'clock in the morning. My time. <laughs> This happened today. It's our... Um, so, I, I mentioned this two weeks ago. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling usually does a certain number of tournaments every year. Yeah. Uh, in the springtime, they do two, two tournaments, usually. One is the New Japan Cup, which is a single elimination heavyweight tournament. And then when spring is kind of turning into summer, they do the Best of the Super Juniors, which is a round-robin junior heavyweight tournament. Um, New Japan was... Had, completely halted uh, shows for because of coronavirus. They started up again in June um, and they decided to combine to just like put some junior heavyweights in the New Japan Cup huh. this year. Okay. Uh, so um, Hiromu Takahashi is the junior heavyweight champion. Okay. He is the ace of the junior heavyweight division. He's fantastic. I think he's one of the most complete wrestlers around um, just the whole package. He is 30 years old, uh, debuted. He's been, I mean, he's been wrestling for about 10 years uh, and he debuted like as a main guy at the end of 2016. Okay. Tomohiro Ishii is 44 years old been wrestling since 1996 excellent he is his deal is basically like always the bridesmaid never the bride he but he's fantastic especially in tournament settings he's widely considered like one of the best wrestlers in new japan um he puts on these great matches he's got great energy he's just like He's the stone pit bull. He's this weird little like fire <laughs> yeah. hydrant of a man uh, who's just really tough and kind of this grizzled older dude. So it's a heavyweight versus junior heavyweight match. And that's like a really big aspect of this. Yeah. Um, and Ishii isn't, he's pretty much a baby face, but he's a really tough, mean one. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So, the vibe here is basically like it's respectful in more like in theory than in practice but because it's respectful in theory it's also even if it doesn't look respectful it's still respectful it's sure. like yeah let's see what you got kid let's see what let's see what the let's see what's so great about this junior heavyweight division you're the best like let's let's go let's see what you let's see what you can do kiddo um <laughs> And yeah, and that's what this was. And I had an absolute blast with it. Um, I did not stay up to watch it. I went to sleep, woke up, turned it on immediately, <laughs> <laughs> sent it over to you. 
So it's like Christmas um, morning or, or like, a, sorry, a, a, any kind of holiday morning where it's like, oh, my God, there's a present to open. Your birthday morning, perhaps. And it's like, there's a beautiful present that I've that I've now opened. Like, it's for, here yeah. for me. Upon waking, I open my eyes. I dust the sleep from my eyes. And this incredible gift is here for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it is almost my birthday. So thank you, New Japan, for this match. Oh, hey. Look uh, yeah. Um, Hiromu Takahashi is like kind of my favorite guy or one of my favorite guys. He got very severely injured actually on my birthday two years ago. He broke his neck. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, at a show I was supposed to be at in San Francisco and that I didn't go to because I got sick because I made a pot of chili and then ate all of it uh, for every meal one week because I do that sometimes. Oh, my Because I'm bad at self-care. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so I just had a really severe acid reflux and couldn't go. But oh. it was probably good because if I had seen him break his neck in person, I would have lost it. Yeah. That, um, I mean, that's a hard thing to watch. That's not it a really fun, is. Uh, that's not it's, a fun thing to see, uh, for sure. And he is like, did you notice like the cat stuff in his entrance video? Yeah. What was up with that? I would love to hear about that. Okay. So 2016, Hiromu Takahashi debuts as a fully adult wrestler because in new japan you wrestle for a while as like a trainee uh and they let you like do matches on like main shows and like kind of develop a fan base and then they send you away to go on this thing called excursion which is basically like room springer but for wrestlers okay okay (laughs) where you like go to mexico (laughs) in the united states or the uk and like learn about wrestling in other places um and then you come back as like a fully formed adult wrestler so I he comes like back that. in 2016, That's immediately cool. wins yeah. the junior heavyweight title. Um, he's just dominant and amazing and weird and in this really cool faction. And then he loses it and kind of goes like, has kind of a breakdown uh-huh. a little bit yeah. and ends up like soothing himself by getting this like little stuffed cat. <laughs> that he names Daryl. Yeah. And it like, Daryl becomes this like massive cult sensation in wrestling. <laughs> like, you will, like, if you ask, like, a lot of, like, any, like, most people, not most, a lot of people kind of our age who watch New Japan now may probably have a Daryl doll. I have one. <gasps> um, you have one? Yeah, you could, you could buy them on Amazon. I mean,. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, they're they're like, this is these cute, soft, like, sleepy looking cat dolls. And yeah, it just like kind of became part of his whole thing. This like cat thing. And like the lore, the Daryl lore. It, we do not, we don't have time to discuss the full Daryl lore. Daryl okay. dies and comes back to life. Uh, he gets married. He has a kid named Daryl Jr. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. So, because of Daryl's success, they, like, released, a, like, a Hiromu cat, which is the pink one with the little tongue sticking out, because one of Hiromu's signature things is he sticks his tongue out. Yes. Um, but, yeah, just, like, in terms of, like, you saw his in-ring work, which I think is spectacular, especially in ter- considering there's no audience there. Right. So, and he's somebody who really feeds off of crowd energy. And he, like, does a spectacular job and is electrifying and amazing. But so he's great at that. His look, his outfits, like those painted pants. Oh, incredible. Yeah, he's just, I, I like don't have, I have, I have endless good things to say about him. 
Um, including the fact that he's like great at this weird cat branding. I, yeah, I, I love this so much about him. It reminded me of, so there's a, <laughs> this is uh, a, a slight uh, detour, but I promise it, it is relevant. It reminded me of the meme shirt from Animal Crossing. Uh, which is like a really cute shirt you can wear in the game that has like cats with lasers coming out of its eyes. Yeah. And of course, I bought every color of it in the little <laughs> Animal Crossing store and I wear them all the time because it's extremely good. It just had that energy for me, like same energy, like good, wet, uh, good, weird cat thing, you know, yeah. like a very good, weird uh, cat vibe, which I enjoy very much. The good, weird cat vibe is his thing. That's his whole thing. The <laughs> good. good, weird cat vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... Wait, I'm going to send you... He did, like, a whole art calendar uh, oh for 2019 because he also does drawings. And, like, I want to show you what his art looks like because it's amazing. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this. Oh, my God. He has, That's like, this a self-portrait. beautiful style of sketchy, slightly childlike, but very detailed, I would say, type of drawing. And this is utterly beautiful. He got everything. He got the... Uh, you know, the hair color, he got the lips, he got his big muscles. Oh, is that mm -hmm. Daryl? Oh, and somebody's that's head Darryl. is coming off. Oh, that's his head nice. coming off. When, that's when he broke his neck. That's when he, he did a, a drawing that says, I'm fine, thank you. Oh. In three languages. That's so nice. What a, what a, yeah. what a guy. <laughs> yeah, just like a really good vibe guy. And actually, Tomohiro Ishii is super intimidating in the ring. Like, my friend Kath met him at a signing, and, like, he was just completely straight-faced and in character the whole time. <laughs> but, um, he's part of this faction called Chaos, which is, uh, have you seen any Chaos guys yet? I don't think so. Um, they used to be bad guys, now they're good guys, basically. They're, like, the popular, they're the popular kids of New Japan. <laughs> like the good. easiest way for me to say it. Uh, but they do, oh, no, you've seen, you've seen, uh, duh, you've seen, uh, Yano, you've seen Toriano. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was thinking, so like, those DVDs. Yeah. Those DVDs he sells. Oh, yes. A okay. big part of those DVDs is Ishii acting really silly and cute. <laughs> so they, like, make him dress up in, like, a middle schooler uniform. Oh, and, like, then yeah. they play school. Uh, or they go to the Hello Kitty Museum and, like, put him in, like, a bunch of Hello Kitty stuff. And he, like, plays it up perfectly and loves it and is this, like, total adorable goofball. Um, so good. <laughs> even though he's this like little fire hydrant who just like wants to slap you really hard in the chest. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the, the lore, I guess, behind both of these guys. What did you think of the match itself? Oh, it was so good. It was meaty and slappy. I think that's most, yeah! like, a lot of the notes that I have here are like, I, I just sort of love the weight of the match and not just that it's like big boys, but they are big boys, uh, being big, beefy, uh, big beefy boys. And, and slapping each other around and like, it's just very, very, very physical and very mm -hmm. slappy and meaty. And you can hear all the slappies and the meaties basically, uh, which I thought was very fun. Cause it, that feels like watching heavyweights wrestle uh, in, in like, uh, I guess uh, other wrestling, not pro wrestling, but uh, yeah. other types of wrestling, uh, which I love. Those good clubs, those good slaps, you know, really cool. Was this your first chop battle? I think it may have been, yeah. It a chop battle is when they, they just hit each other in the chest a bunch and go, ah, ah, slap, slap, yes. slap, slap. And they Don't just keep going until one of them gives in. <laughs> yeah. I love a good. chop battle. I love that it um, has a name. That makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I, the, yeah. The chop is uh, is the titty slap. That's a chop. So good. Uh, 
yeah, I, there were all these, like, uh, these things about it where, like, Ishii was, is actually, like, really mean in it. He's, yeah. like, a real shithead. And he's, like, really trying to get under Hiromu's skin. Um, and if you watch the, like, preliminary promos, it's just, like, I don't have anything to say. Let's see what you got. That's, like, the whole thing. Yep. That's the whole thing. It's, like, I don't have anything to say to you, bastard. Like, I'm going to show you the the power of the junior heavyweight division. And I'm just, like, this is great. I don't need anything other than this. I don't need any storylines other than we both just both, both want to wrestle really well because we're both really good at this. I yeah, mean, Ishii literally just said, like, show me the pride in your division. I, was, I mean, that's perfect. I like that a so, lot. But, yeah. But, yeah, that's the subtext of him, like, kicking Hiromu in the head and just being a complete shithead. <laughs> uh, it's, like, not personal. It's just, like, okay, come on. We're doing business. We're here. doing We're it. Getting our business um, done. And like for Hiromu Takahashi to beat him is a really big deal. Like, because I believe he is now the only junior still in the tournament. Oh uh, shit! Okay. Yeah, wow. he is. I think he's the only one left. Um. Still in there with the bigger, the bigger beefy yeah. boys. and he's facing off against uh, Kazuchika Okada, who is uh, also a chaos guy. Um, is who I will show you at some point. He's amazing, but he he was the champion for like a really really long time, and is still considered like one of the top 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 people. So for New Japan takes the what, takes the weight class thing really seriously, sure. and they usually don't book. Uh, juniors to beat heavyweights unless it's like they're really 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 putting a lot on that person yeah um or they're planning to have that person go heavyweight okay yeah so for Hiromu Takahashi to beat Ishii here like especially the way he does it and the way they wrestle each other like the amount of times Ishii falls on his own head (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is that's like a very Hiromu thing to do Hiromu loves falling on his own head um (laughs) Which is very stressful for somebody who has broken his neck, literally. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, that That sounds... <laughs> I mean, sounds that's dangerous. how he broke his neck. Sure. Yeah. Wrestling is, is dangerous, even if it's not, like... Just because it's predetermined doesn't mean the danger isn't yeah, there. Of course. Um, but yeah, I was just delighted by this. And, like, I think... I guess, like, one thing about this tournament and the juniors versus heavyweights thing is you have all these matchups you've never seen before. So, like... I've never you don't you don't see Hiromu Takahashi versus Tomohiro Ishii in anything other than like a group tag match where it's like a preliminary thing to build up to a singles match between two people in their faction or between somebody in their respective factions. So it's just like it just feels very exciting. It feels very cool. Um, I didn't include this in the recording or in the in the video I sent you, but uh, they do take these long breaks to like actually disinfect the ring. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, like everybody around the ring has masks on. Uh, yeah. They they don't show you commentary, but like when they do show you commentary, the commentary is all social distanced, so that they have like monitors next to each other, so that when they show them, like you can have them all on the screen at the same time because they are not sitting close enough. Ah. Uh. Which like that is not something any other wrestling company is doing, and it's something I really really appreciate as somebody who's like been really stressed out by the coronavirus like wrestling stuff um and how i feel like american companies specifically wwe and AEW, haven't really been taking it seriously like i really appreciate that new japan's been taking it seriously 
Yeah. It, it seemed very good. It seemed very organized. It seemed very uh, kind of up and up, which I also very much appreciated. I know... Um, God, it's been it's kind of up and down with a lot of UFC stuff like they are disinfecting a lot of stuff they figured out a lot of things there's a new protocol for how they do interviews they uh, they have the winner just go to a separate area and not go anywhere near the interviewer there some things have happened with it but it's it's obviously super complex in a lot of ways yeah um I, I did want to mention one more thing about this match oh, you mentioned I as many love. things as you want i'm sorry I, i've no. been very excited talking no it's about great you. i love it i love it when you're excited it's uh i loved the extended grueling cranky triangle attempt that lasted yeah. for like a minute in the in the uh sort of mid-match like around 13 yeah. minutes 14 minutes or so um as somebody who gets caught in a lot of triangles and who catches people in a lot of triangles and has been doing a lot of weird triangles lately i'm trying to get them from all different angles in my own sparring Man, triangles are my favorite thing, and they also really suck because they hurt real bad. <laughs> so I was watching this, and like my ears started to hurt. I wear like ear guards when I practice, just because I don't want cauliflower ear. Like our our, right. our man in in the next uh, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about Dustin Poirier, uh, who's a beautiful, gorgeous man. Uh, he does have a bit of cauliflower ear, but I'm trying to avoid that in my own life, so I wear like uh, ear guards. I think you could pull it off though if you wanted to pull it off. You think so? Yeah. Oh, well, I think thank you. you. Thank you. I really. I think you would really make it work. I could make it work. I could make it work a little bit. Uh, but thank you. So I like, mean, don't stress I, out. I'm just like, like a delicate little like uh, elf person. So like you are having a little bit of cauliflower. I might look a little more tough. You know, like it might help a little. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's a, if you don't want cauliflower ear, you don't have to have it. I'm just saying yeah. that if like push comes to shove, you end up with cauliflower ear. I think you will have the ability to pull it off. Pull it off. Well, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. I I do appreciate that. Um, just, just you know, being honest as always about yeah. about hunk aesthetics. Thank you, thank you. I, I mean, I, uh, I came out recently as a bimbo, which is a butch himbo. Uh, that I, uh, I put that together. Uh, that's the thing that I. Woo! <laughs> 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 you like that? Yeah, bravo, bro! Uh, I loved that so thank much. You. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I truly spent a lot of time uh, and effort on that. Uh, tweet. <laughs> uh, I was like so delighted by that. I'm still so delighted by that. <laughs> I'm so happy that you approve and that you like this for me. Um, <laughs> this is it, all like, to say that my ears hurt while watching this, uh, watching this triangle attempt because even with ear guards, triangles can really hurt a lot and they can hurt your ears if you're in one at a, at a bad angle for your ears. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad we went here because this is a good place to go. <laughs> Me too. So like, uh, so you thought the triangles look good? Because I always wonder when they do like, you know, in pro wrestling, when they do stuff like triangles and sure. arm bars and like things that happen in real grappling, like how did those triangles look to you? Yeah. I mean, it looked pretty good. Like obviously uh, things aren't like necessarily tight looking right but the angle looked good to me i mean i can i can like literally pull it up right now and be like all right let's let's take a look at this angle here because of the triangle uh you get that positioning what you're basically doing in like a traditional triangle which this is for most of it is you are choking a person with your thighs around their neck and you are physically choking them with one of your legs uh, on one side of with one carotid artery and their own arm on the other side of their so other cool. carotid artery. And you're squishing those things together until they pass out. Or tap, of course. 
Um, yeah. It's great. It's a technique I love, especially being like small. Uh, triangles yeah. are great for me. Uh, obviously, long people also really like them because they've got lots of leg to work with. Mm -hmm. I don't have that much leg to work with, but I'm a relatively small human being, so my legs are a lot stronger than my arms, and so therefore I am, well, everybody's legs are stronger than their arms. That seems like a weird thing to say, but like, my leg strength versus other people who are way bigger than me, their arm strength, it's less of a, you know, massive uh, difference, and I can do yeah. wild things with my legs. Uh, but yeah, let me uh, let me pull this up. I, I saved this in a good place. Um, I'm also yeah, complaining like about something pretty for a good. Second. I mean, if you want to finish it, you sw you like wildly swing to the other side, so you really cut off the artery. But like, of course, we're not. They're not actually trying to make each other pass out, which would yeah, be very bad the for the pro for wrestling the, match for the match <laughs> for yeah. the for the aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I they gotta I drop each that. other on their heads and stuff. Yeah, right. So, they had a lot more uh, damage to do. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I just loved how extended it was too. Like it just went on for a long ass time. There's really a lot of good like close-ups on the faces and like, ugh, like good grueling faces and like, yeah, it's a good angle. It looks pretty good to me actually. Um, he's nice. got the right angle on that to actually finish it. It's just a, a bit looser than it would be, but good well shit. Aromu. Very grueling. This Very was grueling. the opening match. <laughs> oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like shocked when I opened up the video this morning. I like skipped towards the end because I'm like, Hiromu versus Ishii, that's got to be like the main. And it wasn't. It was the very first match. I was like, oh, shit, I actually could have stayed up for this. That is but, like some some guts. Seems I can't like imagine having to follow that. Right? <laughs> I think that, that also may be like. So one thing that I always think is interesting about wrestling is like what inspires people to put on good matches and I often feel like when really, really, really high-level performers are put on the card in places where I think they should have a better spot, sometimes yeah. they'll put on an even better performance just to be like, fuck you. I like that like, a lot. Like, we should, like, uh, well, I can't, like, this is not an opening match. <laughs> this should have been the main event. And we're going to give you something that's incredibly powerful. Or, like, not even a fuck you, but, like, and some motivation to be like, okay, like, I want to be the main event next time. I will show you everything I've got. Um, like, this one guy, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, he is always best when he has, like, the second to last match mm. before this other guy, Okada, has a main event. Uh, that's I'm, like, convinced that's true. Um, okay, but I actually have to complain about something that's completely, mostly unrelated. Oh, go for it. Uh, which is that I'm really mad at how shredded this Hiromu Takahashi action figure is, because that's <laughs> not what his body looks like, and I want him to look more like the real one. Yeah. Also, uh, the pants don't, I, there's something wrong. I don't know what They're it is. They're just not pants as intricate. They don't quite go there. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. I mean, yeah. it's a good figure. The face is great. The lips are, like, perfectly plump. The hair looks good. Yeah, the hair yeah. looks good, but like, let me have like, uh, I have I have, the, I have the New Japan Book of uh, uh, Pectoral Encyclopedia, um, <laughs> which is a real book that New Japan put out because they love <laughs> me personally. Um, and in it, he calls his own torso. He's like, my torso looks like Domokun, <laughs> and like that's. I, I feel like we should give him the body representation of his actual cool meaty body instead of this like fake shredded one. I agree. I agree completely. Where's the respect? They did the same thing to Ishii too in his uh in his action figure. No. Show respect to the meat. You know what I'm saying? Show, like, respect. show respect. Respect the meat. <laughs> Don't eat the and meat. There's our title for the episode. But respect it. That's beautiful. <laughs>
Yeah, that is our title. <laughs> Respect the meat. <laughs> Respect the meat. Um, really good. So yeah, I am excited in general about this and like feeling, letting myself feel excited about wrestling again, which is cool. Yeah. I, I'm happy about that because you should be able to enjoy, you know, uh, the things that are enjoyable in your life without. Look, everything's always going to be complicated, of course. Like yeah. nothing is made in a good way in the universe. Uh, yeah. But I'm just glad that you are are feeling uh, more equipped and able to enjoy a thing that you love right now. That just makes me happy for you. And, uh, Thank you. I mean, it helps to have happy. people who are very, very good at it and who like give me the good brain juice and yeah. do cool colored pencil drawings of themselves. Yeah. Uh, doing well in tournaments so i can love them yeah yeah i agree i super agree uh do we want to move on to uh my man dustin yeah let's actually move on to people who who are truly fucking shredded (laughs) they they really are uh (laughs) so the match uh fight i guess uh that i picked for today is a 2018 a july 2018 so two years on uh from this particular fight it was dustin diamond Poirier uh, versus Eddie Alvarez too. So this is a rematch fight. I actually have not watched their first fight. So I I was not like, you know, super invested in this particular narrative or anything like that. What I wanted to kind of focus on here uh, in terms of the fight and to give like the backstory a little bit on the fight is I think of Dustin Poirier as a, a incredible fighter, like next level, incredible, extremely, extremely, extremely good. But that he kind of ascended to that level uh, in a way that felt really rapid and really exciting for me. Uh, so instead of just being like, oh, a guy from kind of the background or, oh, you know, this guy was has always been, uh, you know, sort of in the title picture. He kind of was always very good. And then the last couple of years just ascended level after level after level, kind of the same way Amanda Nunes has. Uh, in a way, although not as dominantly as her. She is, right. She is again, she's like God level and everybody else in her divisions is like really good, but she's like the only God level person. Versus the lightweight division, the men's lightweight division is, there's several people in that like next next level. Uh, and Khabib is obviously the one who's right, yeah. on top of it. Uh, and we did watch Dustin before uh, get his butt handed to him by Khabib. Um, force of nature as you described it uh so dustin is not yeah. the very best but he is extremely extremely good and he also just fought again last weekend versus dan hooker uh a lot of people are talking about that fight as like fight of the year i think they're bananas because for me uh uh zong versus joanna yon is like so far the one to beat and i don't think hooker versus poirier was as good as that it was still really good uh, but I, I mean, just that's, kinda, a, that's a high bar. It's a also, really high bar. So, yeah, that that is like, again, like the technique in that one, the the utter like war going on between the two of them, the respect after it, like all of the, the devastation, the, the devastation, yeah. the like six inch hematoma, like all of that, you know, it's just very it's going to be hard to top that one. Uh, really, really hard to top that one. Uh, but anyway. Uh, again, like, I just kind of want to focus on this as, like, this is Poirier on the rise. Like, he he just sort of, like, always really good, always really good, always really good. And then in the last couple of years just has, like, shot up as one of those best. Like, one of those top five uh, in a division that is, like, filled with monsters. <laughs> Basically, yeah. not monsters in terms of bad people, but just monsters in terms of 
how the hell do you beat these? The good people? kind of monster. Yeah, the like kind a, of monster you want in MMA. Exactly, a monster in the cage, a beast, and, and not and not outside. I, I should also mention Dustin Poirier is like very well known for doing tons of charity work and like really, really pumping a lot of money into his community and into a lot of initiatives and like seems like a genuinely very stand up dude. Uh, so when I say monster, I don't mean he's a dick. <laughs> like he seems like an yeah. extremely he's uh, like a kind strong, person. kind beast who yes. gets really. St- tough in the ring yes or in the cage rather in the in that in that in, in the that octagon cage. in that octagon exactly exactly <laughs> uh so this fight is it only goes two rounds uh and it's a lot of striking until it's a lot of grappling uh and then it's a whole bunch of striking to kind of end it uh i want i'll stop talking sorry i've been talking for a long time no about i'm i'm like i'm glad to get all this <laughs> info i'm glad to, i'm always good to get your perspective oh good thank Come you on. thank you i'm so glad uh what came up for you uh while watching this one uh, okay, well, the first thing I thought <laughs> was, like, looking at Alvarez's quads and being like, those are fucking blasting. I want blasting quads, too. I need to start working out again. And then I, like, got distracted and started looking up, like, my old workout routine that I stopped doing and being like, ah, oh, I should get blasting quads. Um, I mean, that's no, that's I thought, great, though. Those are, those are some quads. Those okay. are some quads! <laughs> like, yeah, I love to see some good quads. It's, like, a very powerful thing to me. Uh, I mean, it's also a very powerful thing in general because they are quads and that's where a lot of power comes from in human body. Uh, That's just basic science, folks. Um, If you're a wrestling person and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, and you don't always watch the MMA fights, this was free on YouTube. It's super watchable. Uh, I found this fight really, really watchable. A, the only time I got distracted was because I got so excited about quads and it was, it was like before <laughs> yeah. that they even really started going. Um, sure. The like the striking was really good. The wrestling and grappling was really good. The like the kicks were looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I found this. That was, I guess, the main thing I took away was just like how watchable it was. Yeah. It, it like had a good flow. It actually felt like, like obviously it wasn't structured beforehand but it felt like a story a little bit like it had sure. a nice it yeah the back and forth felt good it just yeah it, it was i get why if i was ufc and i'm like going through stuff i'm like okay i'll put this online for free this is going to make people want to watch my product um so yeah i actually like do recommend checking this one out the choking and the blood at the end oh, like it's yeah. just yeah that's <laughs> a lot of blood also yeah it's, it's a pretty good amount of blood uh for sure some uh, nice it- gnarly surprise blood Oh, you gotta it felt surprising that. to me. Gotta love that when you get a gusher kind of happening like that. It's really good. I think part of what made it so watchable is that they the two of them like have really good chemistry. Sure. If that like I, I know chemistry isn't usually like the thing people talk about in like real sport, but it, it felt very present to me. And yeah. like their interaction at the end, like it was like, oh, like there's like a relationship here that's cool. That's even if it's just like this, you know opponents respecting tenderly respecting each other thing yeah yeah it's very um it's like a good style matchup right like yeah. their styles go really well together it's not like a frustrating fight to watch some fights are you know some fights are yeah. very frustrating to watch because you know maybe one person's style really sucks for the other person it's hard for them to figure it out and nobody can get anything off like that happens sometimes where it's just like like there's there's not you know as much happening because oh because of somebody's stance or their style it's just really hard for the other person to like have their style go but this is a great style matchup for like just action 
and like yeah. going with that flow and, and going kind of all the way with it, which is, I'm, I'm really glad you found it super watchable. I thought this one was like a pretty good, like, yeah, just like a fun fight to watch. Just like, this is a good, this is a good fun one. Um, yeah. Last week. Like, I want to be, I want to be at the bar with the, with the boys, like throwing them back. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Which is something I have never done in my life. I've never <laughs> been at the bar with the boys to watch any sporting event of any kind. I mean, when you know, when I come to LA, we can eat vegan food and watch fights, and and throw yeah. them back. I'll throw back a a, <laughs> a juice, <laughs> a beet juice. <laughs> I mean, bring my it God, back to the beats, we are. Know? This is like the capital of vegan bro culture. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> like the like the the meatless meatheads are here. I mean, that's what I am, LB. Like that's, <laughs> the meatless meathead. That's me. You're not a meathead. You're a butchimbo bimbo. Like that's me. I don't think you're quite a meathead. I think your head's full of thoughts. Oh, thank you. Even I if mean, those thoughts is. are it muscles. Is. Like I true, I truly am as much of a like. Uh, RC fartsy person and nerd who likes Star Trek and <laughs> science as much as I am a meathead, but I think I'm all of these things and I have all these little people. You contain me. multitudes, then that's beautiful. Truly, <laughs> truly, because I can enjoy a good ripped quadricep uh, and also a good uh, ripped, um, I don't know, <laughs> poem. Ripped science. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's good. We're doing good. Uh, we're doing we are good doing time. good. We're, we're doing, doing good. We're doing good, my friend. <laughs> so wait, what's like? What are these guys up to now? This was two years ago. What's what's happening with, yeah. these, with these lads? Alvarez, I haven't today. seen in a while. Let's take a look at Mr. Eddie Alvarez's record. Uh, Dustin Poirier, like I said, he just fought last he, weekend. He, he fought did last really weekend, well. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he's very very highly ranked uh, as well. Oh wow! But does he, he like born... have any titles or anything right now? Eddie, he does not. He was a one-time interim champion, uh, Dustin Poirier. Uh, okay, right. And no I remember longer. we watched him lose that. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm not seeing. Let's see. Last time he fought was oh August of 2019. Oh, he's in the one championship now. Eddie Alvarez. It looks like he's fighting in the one championship, which is also where uh, a, a fighter who you will see. Uh, one of my favorite fighters, uh, one of my favorite male fighters, actually, uh, which is Mighty Mouse, uh, a tiny, tiny, incredible man who I have a selfie with, and I did a podcast with once, and it was, like, a really incredible time in my life. That is Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Johnson. He is also fighting in one championship uh, after he left the UFC as the top pound-for-pound fighter of all time, basically, uh, which is really incredible. He is a tiny uh, human being. He's like 5'3", fights at 125, and just a technique powerhouse. Incredible, incredible I want to see that. Yes. You had me at 5'3". We're going to watch some some Demetrius Johnson. No You had me at 5'3". I love... I love that. I love yeah. it when a, someone is short. He's, he's that's so my. Awesome. That's like the best to me. Like the best thing a person can be is short. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty short. I'm not five three, but I'm pretty short. Uh, and so I take that as a compliment for myself because everything's about me, uh, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually believe that. I think oh. there are better, more, more important qualities. Thank you. But I do Thank love it also. when someone is short. I, like there's just something fundamentally like. Okay, so I actually had this fantasy a few weeks ago, and oh. it's like. It's like a hookup app, right? Yeah. But instead of 
like connecting you with people near you who like want to bone down it they connects you with somebody with two people near you one of whom is really short and one of whom is really tall and then <laughs> you all match up and then you meet for like coffee and then you get to behold the short person next to the tall person oh my god <laughs> that's I, my dream i truly love this this is like the point of quarantine because like oh god stuff is so bad here in la it's so yeah, bad they've just yeah. closed out all the restaurants again they're, they're handling it so poorly we're gonna i'm gonna be in quarantine forever i miss being around strangers so much that i'm fantasizing about an app that introduces me to one tall stranger and one short stranger no i i truly love this like i think and that should be somebody's profession like being a professional tall person and a professional short person. Like I think that would be wonderful. Like actually I wonderful. Just, like it's good. I have a I just good love to friend see uh who is 411. Uh and she is she, her nickname is the Dragon. Uh her name is also Ashley and uh sometimes called Smashley, but we call her the Dragon in my gym. She's one of my uh training partners. She's really really good. She kicks my ass a lot. Uh, and she, again, she is 4'11", and she can throw dudes who are like 300 plus pounds. Just throw them at 4'11". It's like the most beautiful sight to behold in all of my life. So I feel like my MMA version of your app is very, very small people throwing very, very tall people. Um, and uh, having that be a sight to behold. I that. Yeah, it's really, this is a vision. Uh, we have to we have to call this app something though, right? Like, What's it called? What's it going to be called? Could be like throwing, okay, like throwing hands, but it's more like throwing heights. Mm, uh, it needs to be shorter. How about yeah. this? How about this? Listeners, if you have an idea <laughs> for this app, here's what you got to do. You have to go to iTunes or whatever podcast listening thing you go to. Go to the review section. Rate this podcast five stars yes. and then say what you think our app should be called That's exactly in, the review, in the review body. Exactly it. We came That's up with a genius do. idea today. And frankly, I don't think we're topping that. I, I feel <laughs> like we should like I think that's where we go with this podcast today is this yeah. app, this incredible app. Yeah. If you want to fund it, please get in touch. Uh seeking yeah. angel investors for our short people, tall people, and also sometimes the short people throw the tall people app. Please call us at what? I wonder if there's like any section on like Craigslist personals, like the strictly platonic section <laughs> yeah. of just like seeking one tall friend and one small friend. Yeah. Small For... friend should be an expert in judo. <laughs> <laughs> must tall friend must be good at being thrown. Yes. Must have breakfall experience. <laughs> oh, I love maybe we just call it breakfall. Breakfall is really good, actually. Maybe yeah, call it Breakfall. I, I think that might work for it. But like, again, if you have a better idea, please rate and review our podcast. Then put a. <laughs> if you don't rate it five stars, though, we will not read your suggestion. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, yeah, that's in there. That's part of it. That's in the fine print, actually. Uh, <laughs> LB, this is so much fun every week. I love oh, I missed this. you last week. I'm glad to be back. Oh, I'm so glad you're back. Is there anything else you wanted to chat about before we uh, read our outro text? Uh, I think I'm good. I just want to say uh, we've got some very cool, exciting stuff uh, coming up this very weekend Whoa. at FanFight, uh, especially in terms of New Japan coverage. That oh is all God. I will say. Um, look forward to it. Uh, yeah, I'm Amazing. excited. It's almost my birthday. Uh, this is my last podcast as a 30-year-old. Oh, you're going to join the 31 Club. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I gotta say. I'm I'm so excited. Well, happy birthday soon. 
I'll say it on the day as well if you tell me the day. Which happy okay. birthday to John also. It's like oh, his birthday soon. Yeah, right? his birthday was yesterday actually. Oh shit! I didn't wish John happy birthday on his birthday. It's okay. You can be a day late. You can say, "Oh, I was in John. the wrong time zone, John." <laughs> John, I'm, t- I'm doing it right now. John, I forgot your birthday. <laughs> We've got live birthday wishes right here. I'm a monster. Uh, so I'll I'll read our intro while you while you go wish John a happy birthday. That's what we have for this week, everyone. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Special thanks to Jordan Mallory, our new podcast producer, who is producing most fanbite podcasts right now. Thank you so much, Jordan. I know you're in the call with us. Just just thank you. Just know that we love you, and we thank you uh, for uh, your excellent work here. Uh, please, friends, do rate and review our podcast because it helps us so very much. Uh, we really do appreciate that. I know it's annoying to hear it all the time, but... My lord, it helps us. So uh, we do ask for that. Uh, and please do listen to all of our stuff at fanbite.com slash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media and Fanfight, F-A-N-F-Y-T-E, on Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok on Fanbyte, and of course on fanbyte.com. And you can watch all of our very good streams on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. And you can check out all that amazing wrestling coverage that LB mentioned. Please do tune in this weekend uh, at fanbyte.com slash wrestling. LB, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Hunk Tears. And actually, I also do want to just shout out. Yeah, please. Um, I took last week off because I was having emotions about some of the conversations we were having in the pro wrestling world. Yeah. Uh, I did release an editorial statement about uh, the sexual assault problems in pro wrestling uh, that you can read at Fanfight. Uh, it's my pinned tweet also. Uh, Colette Arend who is taking a well-deserved vacation right now, uh, published this week a fantastic must-read piece uh, about creeps in wrestling and misogyny and all that bad stuff. And she does a just... It's like it's a hard read, but like you should... You absolutely like owe it to yourself to read it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really recommend that. Awesome. And uh, take care of yourself, everybody out there. It's been a it's been a really fucking rough time to be a wrestling fan. Um, and I love you. Oh, listeners. And Danielle. Oh, I love you, LB. And thank you for doing that coverage and putting that out in the world. Really, really do appreciate it. I I even almost thought about, oh, should should we also do a different statement? And I was like, no, LB covered it for basically for any type of entertainment, any kind of sports, any kind of video games, any kind of anything you Absolutely nailed it uh, with what you, you said. And uh, Colette's piece is absolutely incredible. Well, so thank you. Thank you so much for putting that out into the world. Really do appreciate it. Well, thank you for being a patient with me and my various brain issues. Oh, it's okay. So. I've got I've got so many brain issues. I've got a subscription. And there's my joke for the day. <laughs> That's a really good one. <laughs> I'm like imagining that? it. Like, yeah. uh, have you ever been in somebody's bathroom where they have a New Yorker subscription, but they don't read the New Yorker? Yeah. So it's just like these like mounds of dusty New Yorkers. <laughs> exactly. It's, a, it's I'm just imagining that like. with brain issues. That's what it looks like in my brain. It looks like a dusty bathroom with New Yorkers everywhere. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like in there. Uh, <laughs> LB, thank you so much. Really thank do appreciate so it. This is a lot of fun every week. And thank you, listeners. Uh, what? Uh, do you want to do a sound effect uh, this week? You want to do like a... Let's do a meat slap. Yeah, meat slap. All right. Uh, on three? Find a meaty part of myself to slap here. All right. All right. Let me see. I got I got a good... Uh, uh,
bicep that I'm gonna do a clap onto you and do a grip. So we're gonna have like an extra vibration there. Okay. <clears throat> okay, cool. One, two, three. Ow! That was way too hard! <laughs> How do people do this? Oh!